Look out, we're back after a long, long weekend for the Victorians. I'm here with Hixie. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. A little bit dusty from the weekend, but that's all right. We'll get through it. Yep, I think a few people out there would be, but we're here to smash it out. So before we get into today's episode, just going to let the listeners know about something special that's coming up. We're going to have a little bit of a special podcast series out there for local sporting clubs. So if you know a president out there, you know a coach, you know a captain, or you're keen on seeing your own footy team come on the podcast, we're going to have a very special offer out there for you. So we can either do a 30-minute or a 60-minute podcast for you guys. It's going to be video. We're going to have our video equipment with us soon, and we'll have some social snippets to put up there for the clubs to put out there. We want to promote them. You know, we've uh, we've been in COVID lockdown for a few years. Uh, sporting clubs in particular bit quiet around the footy oval, so we want to spark it up a bit. Everyone loves local sports. So if you if you want to get someone involved, you can feel free to email us at sports.confidential at hotmail.com. That is sports.confidential at hotmail.com or just message the page on one of the socials. Feel free to do so and we'll, we'll get your sporting club up and about. We'd bloody appreciate it because, uh, yeah, we love our local sports and without them, you're not going to have your superstars out there and, we won't have anything to talk about on this podcast, so get on board. I know Hixie might have the Marupna Cats on board at some stage. Yeah, calm the Cats. Big year next year, so we'll get in before we uh, win the Premiership. Yeah, that's it. Season <laughs> launch, we can do anything that you want to cater for. So it could be anything to do with uh, emceeing a night for your club or drinking a heap of piss at your bar for you. Um, we're available for anything, so... Get into that now, and we have another special thing that Hixie has brought along with him tonight, and geez, I don't mind it. Yeah, we've actually got another sponsor, um, so thanks to Will and Shana for uh, letting us be sponsored by their drink, NAC, N-A-K that is. Have a look on the socials, unreal. I've had a, quite a fair few over the weekend myself. Um, 77 calories, sugar-free, gluten-free, no artificial flavours, what more do you want? It comes in watermelon and lemon and lime. So get on Instagram, NAC, that's N-A-K, drink. Have a look. Um, coming into stores around November as well. So thanks to the guys. Um, we might get Will and Shana on one day uh, when they've gone big. And, um, yeah, so thanks, guys. Yep. Now thanks for coming on board, guys. And uh, we can't wait to sink into these frothies, I reckon. Um, other than that, big, big sporting weekend like we just talked about, AFL Grand Final, NRL prelims. What stood out for you besides the knack drink that you were smacking down? I can't remember much of the weekend, but I'll try to do my best. But just Geelong, unreal. Um, didn't really give Sydney a chance at all. But we'll go into that a bit more detail. Um, your favourite moment from the weekend? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, probably for me, it's probably that Joel Salwood moment that everyone's sort of seen on the socials with that Sammy bloke that's at the footy club. Yeah. Um, Speaks volumes of him, and I'm, uh, he might feature in the MVP votes later on. So make sure you s- tune in for the rest of the episode. But I'll give you a bit of a rundown on what we're going to be talking about today. If I just get me notes up here, and we're going to have Hixie go in a little bit about the Tennessee to start today. I'll touch on, as we touch on, uh, the MLB and what's happening around there at the moment. Um, NFL's obviously happened this morning for us. It's Monday afternoon as we're recording this, and the NRL's been happening, but. I think the biggest thing today is Hicksy's going to be picking an NBA team coming into next season. So we're less than a month away now, and um, we're going to be doing NBA fantasy and all of that as it's um, good to watch. So can't wait to hear who he's going to pick. I, we actually have no idea, so I'm very interested for that. And we'll have a massive AFL grand final review uh, coming up. So we'll head to a break for now, and then we'll be straight into it. You want a nap? Yeah, I do, actually. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh. 
A bit of a sad day uh, the other day with the tennis world. Uh, the great Roger Federer has announced his retirement. Um, 20 Grand Slam titles, just an all-around good bloke. Um, he was in the Labor Cup um, doubles with uh, Rafa Nadal, and unfortunately they lost, so that's it. He's done. Um, he was oh, one of my faves, obviously up there with Djokovic, Nadal, and also Murray. Throw that in, and you had a stat. What was it? How many Grand Slams altogether? 66 between them. Between them. Jeez. Which is, oh, yeah, well over a decade worth of Grand Slams between them. That's unreal by um, all those four. Um, you can't really get a goat out of them, I don't think. They all had their different tournaments where they dominated, but obviously Roger will go down as a goat in the tennis world. Um, what do you? What are your thoughts on that? I think he pioneered the tennis game. Yeah. Like he was the one to say, like, this is the new level of tennis, who's going to step up. And I think probably four or five years down the track, Nadal come on the scene. Yeah. And then not long after that, obviously Djokovic does, and he's still got a bit of time. But yeah, he he was that he's the, one of the originals. You know? Original, he, yeah. yeah. And yeah, couldn't agree more. I feel like Andy Murray, great career, and he's always mentioned around him. But he's had the three Grand Slams out of that sixty-six. So uh, don't get me wrong; he's still probably the fourth best, probably ever or around that era. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they're the golden three; those boys. Um, yeah, so it'll be very sad times. You won't be able to see the uh, Federer backhand. Anymore, which is just a piece of work, just one hand. Oh, so good to watch. A um, few up and comers that are going to probably take over from those four because those four are obviously on the way out. Um, I've got our, our boy, Carlos Alcaraz. Um, he just won the US Open, so he's only 19 as well. So he's got years and years ahead of him. Um, Nick Kyrgios, our boy. Yep, heard of him. boy. Yep. He's, um, if he screws his head on, he'll be uh, up there. Uh, Kasper Rude. Uh, Zverev is only 25, Zverev, so he's got a long way to go. Kasper Rude's number two in the world, I yeah, think. Yeah, no, all these guys are top 10. Yep. Top, well, Kyrgios, yeah, just out. But So there's good um, up-and-comers coming. And also there was a protester. I don't know if you saw this. I just found it when I was looking up the Labor Cup. A protester entered the tennis court and set his arm on fire. Yeah, I did see <laughs> I that. Like, you can't be doing that, mate. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Someone, silly. Uh, I shouldn't repeat the comment. Someone was like, should have just left him there. <laughs> like, nothing would have been able to happen, but uh, it's, there's a lot of that going on at the moment. Uh, it's pretty bad. So, um, yeah, sad day in the tennis world with Roger retiring, but good on him. Great career. Unreal. Um, he'll always go down as one of my favourites. Yeah, shout out, Roger. I know he'll be listening, so um, he'll be a big fan. Probably come on next year, maybe. We'll give him a bit of time to... Enjoy yeah. retirement, and then we'll get him on, I reckon. Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be fine. I'll sort that out. Uh, MLB, the Major League Baseball, it's getting to the pointy end of the season at the moment. And um, you, at the moment, you've got the Dodgers and the Astros. They're probably they're probably your standouts. Watched a little bit over it after I've had a, a week off with an injury. So um, there was a game that was went to 9-8 the other day for the Yankees. It was, And then they hit a green slam to finish it, which means all three bases were loaded. They were down five to eight, and then they hit four runs Ooh. to four runs to win it. But Finish. that wasn't the most impressive feat um, from that game. There's a bloke called Aaron Judge who plays for the New York Yankees. Um, he's a he's a big hitter. He's a slugger. They big call him slugger, um, and he's hit slugger. sixty home runs this season. Um, it's only the ninth time it's ever happened in MLB history, and he becomes part of the only five players to do so. But so he's hit 61 now, I think, at the moment, and he's got to get to 73, which is a bloke called Barry Bonds' his record. So not actually quite sure how many games are left, but 
Um, at least that's a little bit interesting for baseball in that aspect. Speaking of baseball, actually, I watched Bench Warmers the other night. Goat movie. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favour. It's bloody good. It's absolute cheap gag. Oh, silly humour. Yeah, it is. Very good movie. You could, I reckon I quoted that for days when I was younger. Um, but uh, the NFL this morning, uh, your Niners, mate. Yeah, one point. Yeah, no good. Uh, close but no cigar. Yeah, Jimmy G um, absolutely fumbled the bag himself. He was shocking um, from all reports. But I just find it weird, not necessarily weird, but they have all of their games in the NFL on a Sunday day. Like they've got 16 games, right? Yeah. They've got one on a Thursday night. And then I think they usually have about 13 games on the Saturday, Sunday Arvo Jeez. and then one game on the Monday night. I wonder so, why that is. Well, I know they have their college football on the Saturday oh, yeah, and then yeah. NFL on the Sunday. But like, if I'm a supporter and I'm going to the game, it's like every single Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Be, oh, well. I'd be taking a few RDOs, I reckon, if that was the case. But I watched, um, I think it was the first game, I watched the replay of it. And just the way America does sport is unreal. Like even the graphics on the TV and on the ground when they're playing and yeah. the stadiums, it's just next level, isn't it? Well, that's it. You've got 340 million people compared to yeah. us over here. So, yeah, but they definitely do it different. But um, some of the other upsets, I guess you could say, um, Buccaneers, Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady's team uh, got done by the Packers uh, by Aaron Rodgers. It's just stumbling there for a bit. Um, the Jaguars, they... They were dog shit last year. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Um, they were the worst team in the league, but they've come out and spanked the Chargers, thirty-eight to ten. Um, and I tipped the Chargers to go well this year, so that's how well I'm doing. Um, and what else was there? And the Chiefs got rolled by the Colts at the end of the day. And same thing, Colts are pretty average, and the Chiefs are supposed to be right up there with Patrick Mahomes. So, what about the Bills? Were they projected to tat out the whole thing? Yeah. And they got done this morning by the Miami Dolphins. Jeez. So it's it's an absolute tipper's nightmare at the moment. I'm actually doing a tipping competition there at the moment. It's uh, I had to scrabble quite a while to find my name. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's NFL's like I said, it's upset mania at the moment. So if you can pick them, good on you, I reckon. But what about EPL? When's that back on? Because they had a break, obviously, because Queen Lizzie. So. Yeah, it's. I was going to bring that up later, but I'm glad you actually brought it up now because it's just reminded me like they had. The international buy and the Queen, and now they've got the uh, the Nations League, which all the teams like Socceroos are playing. They won two 0 yesterday, um, but and England actually got done by Italy one nil, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> so um, with them happening at the moment, there's I actually don't know when it returns. Uh, it could be it could be actually quite a fair while, and then you've also got the bloody World Cup. At the yeah, end of the year, so I They're don't know how soccer players are going to be able to cram all these games in together. Um, it's already an exhausting schedule, and the Champions League's looking to pretty much double the amount of games that they're playing in it. So, okay. I reckon it could be the end of the Premier League um, in a couple of years, but we'll wait and see on that. Cool. But um, we're going to go into the NRL after this, and we'll be back. Big weekend of NRL over the weekend, um, sandwiched in between uh, the AFL Grand Final. So, on the Friday night, we had that the Cowboys go down to the Eels by four flat. No good? No, nah, I'm a Cowboys man and um, didn't look good at the start. They had forward pass go against them and uh, from there on out it was just, don't want to blame the refs, but it's all their fault, right, basically. <laughs> um, no, nah, the Eels were too good. Uh, they 
deservingly, they come from outside the top four. And Corey talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and they were paying, I think they were paying 16 bucks to make the top four. Jeez. And they've just come storming home at the moment. Not Melbourne Storm, but um, yeah, they've been they've been exceptional and probably deserving of making the grand final. And uh, Mitchell Moses plays for the Eels, obviously. You should know that. Um, his uh, wife was pregnant and he missed the pregnancy, uh, the pregnancy, the birth to go to the game. And it's probably good because they won. So, yeah, exactly. It's, right. a big, it's a big call. She's probably not very happy, but he's into the grand final. So, what do you do there? Yeah. yeah well, at the end of the day, it's up to the individual, isn't it? Exactly. Um, right. They'll have another one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just in case. So, and the next game was on uh, Saturday. Um, where are we? Saturday night. And it was uh, Panthers versus the Rabbitohs. Um, which who were you tipping out of that one? Uh, well, I was watching it with one eye open um, at that stage, <laughs> um, obviously after the grand final for the AFL. Um, I wanted the Rabbitohs to win. One of my mates, Harley's a South Sydney Tilly Dollars. Geez, uh, they started all right too. Yeah, he would have been happy though. 12 points up. Yeah. First 12 points. And I thought, oh, geez, they're looking good in. And then uh, Panthers had a try that didn't count. And you're like, oh, it's, everything's yeah. falling towards them. And then. And then that was all she wrote. Nathan Cleary, just with him and his big chin, just ran through and just said, "That's enough, fellas." And he, he's the best player in the league. Yeah. Oh, in my opinion, is yeah. I don't, I don't watch it religiously like some of our listeners might, but um, he won the Clive Churchill last year. Um, and yeah, for me, he he'll be the difference maker. And Panthers, for me, we'll get the Chockies in the Granny next Sunday. Uh, what about yourself? Who 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 are you going? No, I'll probably go to the Panthers as well. They've been hot favourites most of the year, and um. It'd be nice if it was a nice close game. Um, but, yeah, that's on Sunday, um, 7.30. I'll, I'll be tuning in for sure. I don't know much about it, but I love yeah. watching any sport. Yeah. And, um, probably have a few bets on it as well, which will help. Speaking of what hot favourites, so what were they? I think they're paying like a dollar thirty, roughly. Um, but Man City, right, six games into a 38-game season – and they're paying a dollar nineteen to win the league. Oh my Jesus, isn't it? My Jesus, you've called it early. I think they're only at the top of the table by one point or something like that. So um, that's that's how the soccer world's being seen at the moment. But uh, good on both the Cowboys and the Rabbitohs on a in a way a successful year. Uh, the Cowboys come from nowhere; they weren't even tipped to make the eight. So, and the Rabbitohs had a fair few injuries. Um, the Trail Mitchell's been copping the whack that he hasn't been fit enough. Uh, after the game, but I still think he had a great year in the end. All right, time to time to get to it now. Um, Cat supporters can soak this up. I thought Shano might have been on there for the Norm Smith that he tipped in July at one point, but uh, it was. How did you say it? Well, it was pretty much over at quarter time, really. Yeah, yeah. Cats are just yeah way too good. Didn't really give him a sniff at the start. Um, Tom Hawkins turned it on. First two goals did he kick? Yeah. Yep. Um, Salwood was huge, 12 touches in the first quarter, I think. Yeah. Um, Danger was huge all day. Um, Chad Warner was good for Sydney. Yeah, I think 30 and two or something. Yeah, Champion Data ranked him as the best player on the ground, but yeah. at the end of the day, you're not going to give it to nah. a bloke who got pumped by 81 points in a granny. Um, I think he uh, maybe Parker were probably the only two from Sydney that really fired a shot. Yeah, I didn't mind Rowbottom as well. Didn't have a lot of it, but um, he definitely uh, was throwing his body around for sure. So uh, they were very disappointing. Um, oh, a lot of places and a lot of other media and all that go out and go, oh, this bloke should be disappointed, uh, embarrassed about his performance. But at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to one bloke. No, no, um, of course not. Their whole forward line was poor, but in saying that, they were poor because the entries inside 50 were horrible. And Geelong's... 
defense was the best of the whole year. It was unreal. Like De Koning, he is going to be an absolute jet. Yeah, he, he will was be. So good. And he kicked a snag, did he? Yeah, yeah he, he did. kicked a goal. He kicked a goal, and his opponent didn't kick one. So it's <laughs> a good day out for the um, man. And Isaac Smith for me, I, I reckon we spoke about it right at the start of the year, and I said he'll still go on this year, and he'll have a good year because he's just serviceable. But to have a thirty-two and three in the granny, like. That just, I think people now will look back on his career with a bit more going, geez, he actually was a gun. Yeah. Like, I'm not taking, I'm not just saying just because of this one game, but people, it will make people realize that, yeah, he's actually had an enormous career. And you knew, well, I knew before the game he's going to play well. Like, I didn't know who's going to kick. No, I kick thought, three he, I thought he'd have 19 or 20 touches yeah, and or maybe something. Maybe kick two because he's just got that experience. But yeah, he was unreal. And Danger was a little bit stiff about Norm, but he played an unreal game as well. Yeah, in saying that though, Dangerfield went at fifty eight percent or might be sixty eight percent, whatever it was. But yeah, at the end of the day, I think no one's going to be drastically upset that Smith won no. it, and I think he's a deserving winner. And um, a few funny videos afterwards. You see the one of Jezza Cameron. Yeah, he put his medal on their little calf and it ran away. So those boys will they'd still be going until oh, when do they go after preseason? Probably in yeah. December. I think they'll be going until then. But they deserve it. They were um, obviously the best team all year and the best on the day. They reckon that Geelong trains the least out of any AFL club. Really? Throughout the seasons and stuff, yeah. They reckon it's just ridiculous, like how much off time they get. And I guess Maybe. living out in more of a country, sort of a city town, yeah. and uh, having that relaxation is what got them there. But Chris Scott, I think at the start of the year, to basically say our game plan's not working on what we're doing and they changed it and they smacked my team in round one when I was there and I just went, geez, they're going to be on here. Um, credit to them, I think. Yeah, the old too old, too slow. Yeah. Not really. They're too good. Yeah, now they're at the pub dressed as uh, <laughs> old people. That was, yeah, old people. That's not. done well by them. It is done well. Um, how were your season predictions? I don't think we've had you on for a while. How did it all pan out? Your Brownlow, your Premiers? No, I, I was back in Melbourne. I just thought they were, were going to be the best team all year. And um, I can't remember. Who I, oh, back, obviously, Brayshaw for the Brownlow. And didn't help. He didn't get a vote after round twelve or whatever. I think he had twenty votes in the first however many games, ten yep. games or something. So, um, but yeah, my no, I was on Melbourne. Um, can't remember who I said was going to slide or anything like that. I think at West Coast, but yeah, that was obvious. Um, I didn't expect Collingwood to be up there, top four. I'd be happy. I, I was happy that they made finals, but um, top four, I was pretty chuffed about that. Um, yeah, I can't remember the other ones. I, I had a lot of bets during the year and not many of them got up. So Yeah, that's why we've got our own podcast because we know <laughs> what we're talking about. But oh yeah, it's like you said with Collingwood though, um, I think they had a phenomenal season. I remember telling the boys I finished bottom four and I was just adamant on it. I don't know what it was. I was like, nah, they're gonna be no good. And then I remember Bronson saying, Pies will play finals this year, and I actually scoffed. I was like, <laughs> You're kidding yourself. You got no chance. And to be honest, credit to, credit to him and uh, credit to Bronson, basically. He's just basically carried him across the line. I think that Bronson was the, the factor that made Collingwood yeah. so good. Yeah. So, no, they did a um, fantastic job. I thought Freo had a really good year as yep. well. I tipped him for top four, didn't quite get there. Yep. St Kilda, I thought they were going to be better than they were. Yeah, well, they started the year yeah, red Yeah, started out five and you're thinking, well, what's this? But no. Yeah, five and better. two, I think they were. Um, Port Adelaide, slow to start and then nearly got there in the end, but start custom. What about the Suns next year? Everyone and we talk about the we talk about every other team every now and then we talk about the Suns, Corey's team. Are they a chance to make the finals next year for the first time ever? Well, this year is something to build on, I reckon. They'll 
serviceable this year. Um, I reckon they'll be around that, you know, eight, seven, eight to probably 12, you know, just there. Yeah. They'll get higher and higher. It depends what's happening in the trade period. Like it's the best period of the year. Um, who goes there and who leaves because they've got a good young list, but everyone just wants to go home. Yeah. Everyone wants to leave. So if they can keep the core and build around it, oh, they got um, Casbolt and Marbiol Chol in this year, I think it was, and they were they were good. They yeah. helped that young list. Um, and we took Miller in the middle and Noah Anderson. Like They're all going to get better, Noah Anderson and all those young kids. Um, I think they'll be on the improve for sure. Yeah. The only thing is is you go, okay, they should make the eight, but then you go, well, then who misses out? Like yeah. You had Carlton didn't make it this year and they absolutely should have. Yeah. Started the eight and two. Um, yeah, who, who, who else could go out, you know? Um, yeah, they Port, might be in Port Adelaide yeah. didn't make it this year. Yeah, true. That's the thing. Who's going to drop out? There might be, you know, five or six teams going for that last three, two spots. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Um, all right. We're going to basically pick you an NBA team now. Um, Happy with it. Uh, is there any preference? Is there a specific colour? What, what what are we looking for here to pick your team? Have you got any idea about who you'd like to go? Um, well, I'm, I do follow Boston Celtics, but not religiously. I just liked um, Rondo when he was around. Um, but no, I don't don't really follow it. I don't really mind which team I have. I'll, um, I don't want someone obviously who, obviously who won last year or who came in the top three last year. I don't want a, someone who's down the bottom. I want someone who's in the middle, um, and on the improve, got a good young list, got some players who I should know. Um, yeah, couldn't tell you what conference because I don't know that either. But if you've got a couple for me, just shoot them out and I'll I'll choose. So I think there's a couple on the line that you could potentially go. you got Charlotte Hornets, um, yep. the people out there. That's Lonzo Ball that come across and played in the ML- NBL. Um, he's an exciting player. He's sort of a little bit of a cheaper version of Steph Curry, I guess you could say. He's not – he has some really exciting games. Um, Chicago Bulls are probably a bit too high up there. Denver Nuggets, you got Jokic as the MVP. They had a they had a heap of injuries last year, which cost them, and Jokic is just awesome to watch. You'll have 50 in games. Um, Any, what teams have got Australians in it so I can follow them? Yeah, it's a good book. Good point. You got the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. They picked up Dyson Daniels in the draft this year. Oh, boy from Bendigo. Yes. So they, I, I, they're at fifty one dollars at the moment. I got on them at sixty one dollars to win the chip, and I, that is absolutely ridiculous. They probably won't, but they have got an awesome team around. Zion Williamson will be back. Oh, people yeah. forget about it. Yeah, he was averaging twenty five points before he got injured. And people are like, oh, he's a bust. He's just been injured. Yeah, he just didn't play. So. I think them with Brandon Ingram on their team and stuff like that, I really like Pelicans. Like I think they'll be a lot better than what people say they are going to be. Um, so basically I think you've you've got Hornets, Nuggets, Pelicans, and and the Sacramento Kings. They're the ones I reckon you can you can go from. Sacramento Kings have been shit for like 19 years, have made finals. Bit of an acid vibe to them. <laughs> um, I think you've talked me into the Pelicans, actually. Um, follow the boy from Bendigo. Um, we'll get him on one day. And I think I'm going to go to the Pelicans, actually. I really, yeah. I, I generally love that pick. Like yeah. I, I'm certain they made the play-ins last year, which is the one before the playoffs. 
I think I think they can do some damage. Um, Team on the rise, I reckon. They'll, they'll be exciting to watch. So hopefully they're better than West Ham United. That I'll pick, but yeah, that's <laughs> I've fucking stitched you up there, haven't I? <laughs> ah, well, we'll be digging better. That's all right. Um, we've only got the two of us tonight. It's been a bit of a recap. We've put it together now, but I'm going to love to hear your votes. MVP and fraud, mate. Best time of the night. All right. Start us off, Jack. Come on. Rightio. One vote goes the Eels. Um, they were superb, as we talked about earlier on in the episode. I thought they were great. Um, two votes goes to Joel Sarwood. Um, most finals ever. First one, first as captain, sorry, I should say. These knack drinks are getting to me. I think he's, um, he's won more finals than St Kilda has. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just, that's just a stat in itself. That's ridiculous, isn't it? And obviously, like, the type of bloke he is and all that. Like, he won the, he won the award on Brownlow night for stuff he does, and you've seen it out there on the weekend. So, all right, enough about Geelong. I'm bloody sick of him. Congratulations, though. Um, three votes goes to Roger Vera. Um, as I said, he's an original and... Um, it was great to watch in my childhood, especially at the Aussie Open. So thanks, mate. Thanks, bro. Thanks for your MVP, MVP votes. Uh, here are mine. Uh, one vote I've gone for the old Geelong players, um, yourself, Woods, Danger, Hawkins, um, throwing Duncan, Smith. Said they were old, too old, too slow, but they were just too good on the day. Um, especially Smith had him at 51 for the norm. So thank you very much, mate. Um, you get on it. Yeah, had 15 on him. Did you really? Yeah, it was sneaky. I forgot about it until after the siren. But, yeah, that'll pay for a couple more beers. Um, two votes. I've gone for Geelong just as a team. Obviously the best all year, um, 16 in a row. And uh, they only lost, I think, four games by a combined 55 points. So it's not bad. And three votes. I've gone for Roger as well. That's awesome. All right, fraud award time. Uh, one vote goes to LA Chargers. Um, like I said, supposed to be great this year, and they're doing absolute Dunkin' Donuts. Don't sponsor us. Probably shouldn't have mentioned them. <laughs> Two votes go to the Utah Jazz, actually. Um, they've offloaded their whole starting five to basically tank and get picks and all this sort of stuff, and they've got no one back from like Just recently, my team, the Pistons, got uh, Bogdanovich that plays for them, and he's a pretty handy player, and the Lakers offered them a first-round pick for him. And they turned it down and we gave them two bench players for him. So it's it's absolute shambles what's going on there at the moment. I'd hate to be living in Salt Lake City. Um, and three votes goes to the Swans. Uh, basically, they just didn't show up on the days. The team as a whole, I don't think, like I said, don't think picking anyone out individually. I just thought the whole team collectively, their disposal was shocking and yeah, it wasn't pretty to watch. Yeah, well done. Uh, my forward awards, I've gone one vote for the AFL. They're only giving the players who played the grand final a medal. I feel pretty harsh, especially like Max Holmes. Um, yep. Yeah, missed out, pulled out the day of. Um, so there's always a hard luck story about an injury or someone who didn't didn't play that year that probably should have, like your Bob Murphy when he when the Western Bulldogs won. So I reckon all the, the whole playing list, whoever played that year, I reckon. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it's a good topic of conversation. Do you think that... The players that play in the day should get a medal and everyone else should get a ring or something like that? Or do you feel like if you played X amount of games or that would make you think that this is acceptable? Yeah. Um, it's hard. Yeah, it is because, you know, you could play one game and you know, only have a couple of touches but still get a medal. But it is – it's not just the 22, like they always say. It's not just the 22 that are on the park. It's the whole team. But it really is. Everyone has done something to get that team there, whether it be player or um, people in the coaching staff or anything like that. So – 
Um, I'd probably say, yeah, the people who played get the medal and then the other people, and they might get, yeah, a medal but not presented to them or a ring or something. But anyone who's played that year I reckon probably should. Because do, do assistant coaches or anything get anything as well? Because no. they do still play a big part. Like yeah, like senior assistant I don't think even does. Yeah. So they have to figure something out that that way. Um, people on the big bucks figure out something. But, yeah, I think the incoming CEO will – Hopefully, make a move there, and yeah, hopefully, whoever that is, that'll be interesting. Uh, two votes for fraud award. I've gone to whoever gave Sam Reed the green light to play, because Sydney only played with twenty-one players on the weekend. Yeah, he wasn't right. He wasn't right, and whoever said give him a go, you're playing with one less. And even if he played a right first quarter and then hurt himself, bang, he's gone. Even though you've got the sub, but it's still. I think it was one of those risks that they wanted to take, sort of like what they did with Stephen May a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, yeah, it didn't work out. No, nah, dogs didn't think it was happy either. No, nah, um, they're, they're not they're happy, not about happy it. with it. And the three votes I've gone for Sydney as well. All right, looking forward to next week. Um, starting tomorrow, you got the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this episode should be out just before that, hopefully. Um, New York Giants should beat him if you want to throw a couple of shillings on that. Obviously, gamble responsibly. Uh, a bit of horse racing coming up. We've got Spring Carnival. If you haven't checked out the Matt Jenkins episode, listen to that. Uh, that dropped on uh, the Monday just gone. So he gave a great insight into Spring Carnival, horse racing, the industry. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a bloody great listen. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, NBA, like I said, is about a month away. Um, what else have we got, Ben? Um, well, footy and all that's done. Cricket's coming up as well. Yep. Um, we got actually got the World Cup coming up. Um, that's in Melbourne. Uh, I think it starts in October, maybe. Um, so that'd be huge. I don't know how many countries there are, but they're all coming down. And um, I actually go and I got tickets to England, Australia. So I'm bloody looking forward to that. MCG. MCG, absolute cracker. So it'd be different watching cricket there after watching footy all their season. But no, nah, it'd be good. And there's a lot more sport to come up. Um, you think footy's done and NRL is going to be done soon, but. Once you get into the horse racing and stuff like that, it's just there's always something coming. There's up. You always the, something. You got the FIFA World Cup in at towards the end of the year. Then after even the cricket, the World Cup finishes, they'll have their tests. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I think we're both going over to Adelaide. Yeah, yep. I think so. Watch the Windies there versus Australia. So it's going to be a packed summer. Live podcast at the Adelaide Oval. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Jeez. Yeah. You, me, JB. Yeah, that'd be unreal. Then before we know it, the Aussie Open will be back around. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks to the newest sponsor, Knack Drink. I'm, I'm having the watermelon one at the moment. It's bloody beautiful. And very nice. It's going down so good. The old uh, electrolyte formula is doing wonders. You reckon I can run a marathon and drink 10 of these afterwards. Absolutely. And make sure you let your coaches know or let someone know at your footy club to get us on board and pump your club up a bit because we love it. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining me, Ben. All good. Thanks, mate. Oh, 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 oh,